how about those bills? How about those bills, Carly? And how about the time that you were shitting your pants at Mustache Fitness? I've never shit my pants at Mustache. I'm pretty sure it's like a um, rite of passage. It's not. For everyone to shit their pants at Mustache Fitness at no, least once. No, the boys all shit their pants. The girls all pee their pants. Listen, I have stood behind plenty of squatters at Mustache Fitness. Male, female, and non-binary. And I can guarantee you they all fart. Okay, there's a difference between farting and shitting your pants. No, it's close call sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the severity. Because there are sometimes they're a lot more stinky than others. Well, I... a funny story that there was a young boy. Oh, I no. won't name any names. Um, a young boy at Mustache Fitness who legitimately <laughs> he tooted and then he got all red. Oh no! And he had to run to the he stopped mid <laughs> to run to the bathroom and it was really funny. Poor I don't kid. know what it is like, especially with kids. Like I don't remember that long. Like when that's now twenty years ago. Jesus Christ! But like twenty years ago. Poop was probably really funny to us, too. It was very Like, funny the word to... poop. It's was still pro- funny. Carly, anytime someone bends over in the gym, you go... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right. But, like, I think I think for them, like, it's even more funny. Like, I'll say it to, like, the little kids and, like, oh, someone pooped. And they're like... <laughs> <laughs> and they, like, crack up. It's, like, the most, it's like, like child... Yeah, pretty much. It's, like, the most childish <laughs> thing. And it's, like, if you say poop, they burst out laughing if you say shit they're like what what what's that <laughs> well because they're not supposed to be saying yeah, that right. word well you know i have a, this is why me and kids and there's only a few select few that work with me my filter is uh my i have to work on my filter we speaking of shitting your pants we had a kid shit his pants on the way to the gym once i it's not going to be your first time it's not, or it's probably your first time. It's not going to be your last. Well, time. so what happened was, he and his friends would walk over, and his friends walked in without him, just cackling. And I'm like, "Where, where's so and so?" And they're like, "He didn't make it." And I'm like, "What happened?" They're like, "He overtrusted a fart." And I'm like, "Oh no!" So the kid called his, I think it was one of his grandparents. They brought him different clothes. <laughs> he walked in, and I was like. How's it going? He's like, it's all right. Been kind of a crappy day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I had to go into the office. And I, Alexis, Kyle, and I all were in tears. Like, I, I was trying to be mature, and I couldn't. Shitting your pants is really funny. And, like, for me right now, it's not funny anymore because I do it so often it's become a problem. <laughs> that, like, it's a running joke. <laughs> it's a running joke. I mean, like, I don't know why I have such a problem with, like, I, I, I don't know, like, I think you I should, trusted myself when I was younger. Out. No, no, no. I think the problem is I trusted myself so much when I was younger. I was like, I'll fucking hold it for hours. I don't care. And it's like, you don't want to miss the action. It's like, if you're playing a video game, I guarantee you, any person playing video games, and they're in the heat of the moment, and they have to go to the bathroom or pee, they're not going. They are not going. They are not pressing that pause button at all. It is, it, it's a thing. Like, I just, no. So I trusted myself from long ago. I've probably fucked my GI system up so bad. And it's happened more in my adult life than I'd like to admit. That's bad. Like, it, it's bad. Like, yeah, that, that's bad. Like, it, it, it's happened probably every year for a couple of years. And a couple could be anywhere between two and maybe ten. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, welcome to our awkward episode. <laughs> awkward episodes. 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 All right. Episodes. Nice try. It was, <laughs> it was a little was a, awkward. Hence, yeah. I, I'm an awkward person. I know. We both are. I have a lot of awkward stories, and it's going to be really hard to find like the best, the ones. most awkward stories. Well, so that's the thing. We're both very awkward humans, and in the heat of all of the craziness in the world. We thought it would be fun to keep things light and keep things funny. And you guys did not disappoint with your submissions because there are some funny ones. Hilarious. So why don't we share our, one of our awkward stories first, and then we can dive into 
some of our submissions. On a podcast, have I talked about the name of Mustache Fitness? Uh, yes. Okay, so um, then I won't repeat that story. You know what? I think you might have talked about it on Brian's podcast. I don't know if you've ever talked about it on ours. All right. Well, I guess that'll be my first awkward story because it's... I mean, I know it, but yes, go ahead. Yeah. No, I... no, no. I don't want to say it first. You, you tell your first awkward story about pooping your pants. I didn't... Oh, it's not about that. <laughs> oh! Wait! No, I... No, no. no that I've never... It. You know what? You heard it first, ladies and gentlemen. I... Maggie just admitted it. That no, was Maggie. That wasn't admitting this. anything. Have I peed my pants deadlifting? Absolutely. Everyone well, who does. Hasn't? Exactly. Who hasn't? But I will die on this hill. I have never pooped my pants at mustache. We're not at a hill. We're, we're, we're on a sofa. All right. I'll share my story with you. Fake news. Oh, by the way, congratulations to everyone that voted. You did the right thing. Yeah. You did the right thing, and the person that won is the winner. Wait, wait to say that, Carly. <laughs> Good job. Um, Bye, Don. So, my awkward story. We're gonna take it back to last year, senior year of high school. Oh boy! So we're going back to two thousand pre Megatron days. Pre Megatron days, very awkward Maggie days. So this was indoor track, and I remember we were at Fredonia. So if anyone has ever participated in a track meet, let alone an indoor track meet, you know that when you're not doing your event, you have nothing to do. So you're just going to run around and be idiots. And also, you see a lot of the same people week by week by week because it's the same at these invitationals anyways. It's the same groups that are always competing. So, I had a tendency to really be boy crazy in high school, but I was so awkward that, like, nothing ever came of it. I just always had crushes on everyone. <laughs> so, so, we're we're at this track I'm meet. just picturing every 90s movie right now, an early 2000s Literally. Movie. Yes. Literally, yes. Of, like, how the girl has this big crush, and her eyes get really big, and then it's, like, pictures all over the walls of, like, whatever the flavor of the week is. Okay, I wasn't that bad. That's just what I'm picturing. <laughs> but, I, but anyways, so I think we're probably done throwing at this point. And I was having an orange and walking. An orange. An orange. Walking around with. Um, Is an orange code for something? No, it was literally a fruit. Okay. The orange. The fruit. So I was walking around with my friends, Jess and Mike, who are still together <laughs> to this day. Um, they're getting married, but they were dating at the time. And Mike knew one of the throwers from St. Francis. And St. Francis is an all-boys school, for those who don't know. It's an all-boys school in the area. And one of the throwers I found to be very cute. I was... But, of course, here I am like, oh, he's super cute. I'm not going to say anything to him. So I would just admire from afar. So... Mike runs into this guy because they actually worked together um, over the summer and they're talking and this kid is saying how he's starving because he hasn't had anything to eat yet. And I was like, oh, you didn't eat yet? As I like bit into a slice of my orange and it spurted out like the orange juice hit him on the face. Oh, boy. Yes. So not only did I try and like slide into the conversation like an idiot, but I then assaulted his face with my snack. <laughs> so that could be taken. It was mortifying. Mortifying. It was a mortifying scenario. And to this day, my friends Jess and Mike will still bring it up. Like we'll just be sitting there, and Mike will go, "Oh, you didn't eat yet." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, oh, it was so bad. I was so red, and I just like had to like walk away and it was just one of those like awkward high school scenarios where you're like the world is ending like i'm never gonna well and especially in like middle school and high school and even sometimes early on in college those things get like exacerbated like i mean that's like you know it's like the end of the world it then because that felt is that like way. literally like the biggest deal in the world yeah i looked like an idiot in front of my crush yeah I don't even remember his name, but that's usually the plot twist in the 2000s, early 90s movies 
And then, you know, something miraculous happens where he has this, like, epiphany. Like, oh, yeah, like, that was okay. Like, I'm going to come back. Well, it was. It didn't have that moment. It didn't have that moment. <laughs> no, he never, he wouldn't even, like, talk to us. So they brought this again. to, like, to, to Warner Brothers, and he just failed to pitch them yeah. on this movie. Yep, yep, there was no movie. Just me feeling embarrassed and lame. Lame. Very lame. Lame. <laughs> so I know that's a, a mild that's awkward, but I figured I'd start with that one. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I... <laughs> I have a lot to choose <laughs> I, from. I know you do, as do I, but... And... Uh, I, I guess like how, how, how far do we want to take it? Let's start on the easier end of things. Um, weren't you going to talk about how mustache got its name? Yeah, I was. I mean, I feel like that's a good, good place to start. Yeah. Yeah, it is. (laughs) <laughs> it is. I mean, I know the story, but um, all right. So, for a lot of you that don't know, uh, Mustache Fitness had an origin, um, and nothing out of you know. It was all out of um, positive, I guess you could say. <laughs> positive for me. Yeah. <laughs> One-sided positive. One-sided positive. Um. So I was uh. I guess there's a lot of awkwardness to this story. Um, So, well, excuse me. (laughs) That's awkward. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And a big old burp. Um, Usually that's me. Bat. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Awkward. Awkwardness story. Uh, Maggie Maggie burps in her sleep. (laughs) There's so many ways to, like, wonder why that's awkward. Because, first of all, how do you know that I burp in my sleep? Uh, We have went on road trips together. Yes. And Maggie... One thousand percent burps and talks in your sleep. I do talk in my sleep. Full and volume. the first time we road trip together as adults, it was we did not expect what was happening. <laughs> we became closer friends. After it was that. it was a moment that I will probably never forget. <laughs> the amount of, but it, it's not even the burping aspect. It was. <laughs> It was the how you classified them. Like, Maggie had tier systems to each burp. It was like, this burp means this. This burp means yeah. that. And it, if it only happens around this time, that typically tells me it means something else. There's hungry burps. That's like the early morning, like, that. that's those ones. That's like from the stomach burps. Yeah. That's that's the empty stomach burp. Yeah. The, the, Maggie and burps is, is like gin and juice. It just goes together. It sure does. Um, so anyways, um, mustache fitness. So it started a way long time ago. Like I've been trying to brand this name since like 2010. No, no, Jesus Christ. 2012 to 13. Yeah, that sounds all right. Um, so, uh, I quit my job at the mall where I... (laughs) Many other awkward stories can um, come from that job. Where I met my ex-girlfriend. Um, so we met while I was working at the mall. Um, let's go to the mall. Um, and I quit the job because I graduated college, and you don't need to work. A, I don't need to work a retail job at the mall anymore. When I you wanted a job. a job based on what you went to school for, exactly. So I quit my job and I was like, wow, I can do whatever I want with my face. Um, <laughs> I can like literally grow anything on my face. I can, I can. So I think we should, you should explain to the people why you couldn't do anything with your face at your job. It just adds more awkwardness to the story. I know, but that's the best part. All right. I was, I, I was one of those dudes that stood out front for Abercrombie. You happy, Maggie? <laughs> Are you happy? <laughs> Like, yeah. is this what you wanted? I shaved my fucking body every fucking week. I had to shave my face every day. I was like the epitome of what, what you would call an Abercrombie stood up front, half shirt, bu- pants unbuttoned type shit. And yes. then you would walk in and Carly would go, hey, how's it going? Or, hey, welcome to A&F. No, it was usually, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? 
Because <laughs> if you've ever worked for ANF, you have to, certain periods of the month, or excuse me, every month you have a different tagline you have to introduce people to. That's so lame. It's <laughs> you're fucking right. It's so lame. <laughs> um, that's why I didn't want to tell everyone, Maggie, <laughs> where I was working. Um, so yeah, you either had to hey, hey, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up? Like, and, and you had to like say these, they got, you got in trouble if you didn't say the proper like term to welcome someone into the, into the store. Um, so it, whatever. Uh, so I was the, the protocol for working there is you have to like dress a certain way. You have to wear certain you colors. You have to match their aesthetic. I don't know if I would call it an aesthetic or a uniform. It was more like a uniform. You either had to wear a plaid, or excuse me, a button down that could only be flannel during the winter. Um, (laughs) It had to match the color scheme, or it had to be their look for that season. Or a plain white t-shirt, a plain gray t-shirt, or a plain navy t-shirt. You could only wear jeans and shorts maybe during the summer, but you had to have permission. Your belt had to be only a certain color of brown. It had to have like a little extra like fucking whipping portion of it. It had hanging to have off. that piece that Hank hung off. Um, you had to only wear dark wash jeans or regular wash jeans. There was no light wash jeans anymore because that wasn't cool anymore. Um, well, let's be honest, light wash jeans are like whatever. Um, <laughs> so sorry sorry bruce springsteen died in the 80s it's fine um and then you could either only wear chuck taylor's high top or low top but preferably low top um or the Abercrombie branded uh sandals which were uh, a jesus sandal or no what do they call them what, what's the one that goes in between the don't they have a name like for a it? flip-flop yeah like a flip-flop it was a leather flip-flop um, and they got gross after a while. Yeah. Because you're standing all day in them um, and you have to wear jeans with. Also, fucking... I'm going to sound lame, but those are not very supportive to be standing in all day. No, no, they're <laughs> fucking not. And like those were literally the only two that you could wear. That or Chuck Taylor's. Neither one are. No, neither one are, are great for OSHA your OSHA violations. Um, so anyways, like that was the look uniform. But I was... If you know me, I'm a pretty hairy guy. So uh, I had to shave my entire body pretty much once a week. Um, and then I also had to keep a clean face. Like you had to have what they, what they like to call an all-American look. Oh, my God. So pretty much picture me walking out of my out of my ranch with my wife, my kids, my two kids. We got Buddy. And Katie, and then we got <laughs> uh, we got Roger the dog, and a white picket fence, you know. And I'm waving hello to all my neighbors. No, you're saying hey, how's it going? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> um, that's kind of the American traditional look, like the 1950s kind of look. Um, so that's why how I got away with like my big Ray Ban glasses because I've been wearing those for a long time, and uh, they allowed me to wear that, or I had to wear contacts. Like, I couldn't wear any other, quote, unquote, hipster-style glasses, as they would call them. Um, They had to be the black frames, or I had to wear um, contacts. And I fucking hate contacts. I've hated contacts for a long time. But anyways, so, backtrack to everything. Now now that we know. Yeah, thanks, March. You're welcome. Um, Now that you have the full story. (laughs) um, we uh, So, yeah, I I met my ex-girlfriend there. Um, and the typical, like, um, it's a good word for saying it. (laughs) Basic bitch of the world. Um, it's a good way to put it. You know, needed nice things, but not like the high end nice things. Like it was like a middle of the road, nice things. And it was like once every other, the typical, like, um, fall girl like look type things but anyway she liked my face a certain way it was like she wanted that abercrombie aesthetic oh yeah she like wanted the butt chin she wanted to see my face like it was nothing weird and it needed to look normal 
Um, so it was like either a five o'clock shadow or clean shaven. That's it. Like that was all I was allowed. And again, you know, like I hate to say it, I was pussy whipped. So like, I mean, if I wanted some, that's what I had to do. <laughs> Wasn't happening any other way. So I was I was fucking pussy whipped, and I just did whatever I wanted. And then, and then halfway through the relationship, I quit the job at Abercrombie, and I was like fuck this i don't want it i just don't want to have a clean that shit hurts like i know women don't have to like shave their face all the time but like i can imagine it would be shaving your face every single day especially for someone who's got as thick a hair as i do that like there are so many bumps i and they didn't have really nice razors like harry's or dollar shave club back then it was a bunch of bullshit <laughs> and you couldn't even like do the like close like electrical shave because my hair was too thick so it still showed and it was like not good so, oh my God! I know, whatever. I know, tough life we all live. Um, so, anyways, it got so bad because I wanted to experiment for years. Sure. I think I worked there for three or four years, and I couldn't experiment with my face. It was literally just clean shaven, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And if I had a couple of days, I like let my face calm down, and then it grew out a little bit, and then I shaved it again when I had to go to work. So. I got to experiment with everything. I remember the first time I grew out my fa- my face, I grew out the biggest fucking lamb chops I could. Like, <laughs> the biggest honks of lamb chops. Like, I'm talking, like, it was a handlebar mustache. It went down into the beard. And then I had sideburns. I just wanted to do whatever I could that was, like, the furthest thing away from, um, from being clean-shaven. Yeah. And she fucking hated it. Hated it. To the point where, like, and I know this sounds dramatic, but it wasn't. It wasn't dramatic at all. She would legitimately wait outside of her house. She would shave part of it off in my sleep. She wouldn't let me into the house unless I shaved it. Like, she would make comments to my friends and family about my weird face. And I was like, fuck you, bitch. That's so rude. Well, again, like, you know, like... She wanted that all-American-looking boyfriend, which, by the way, you know, happy for her. She found her all-American-looking boyfriend. I'm pretty sure they've been together ever since we broke up in 2013. And he likes to not do anything fun with his face. Good for him. (laughs) So um, it it got to the point where, like, I would just do it, and I didn't care the consequences anymore. Well, because then it almost becomes a, a game, right? It You're is like, a game. Okay, well then it's now I'm not going to. It's always a game. It's like, all right, to... how far can I push? Exactly. This? Um, so I pushed it pretty far, uh, and towards the end of the, our, our relationship, like the last year, I probably shouldn't have ever happened, but whatever, it did. Um, sue me. Um, and uh, I wasn't into it, and. Like, for the last six months, I pretty much saw her maybe once or twice. Like, it was, like, bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I knew it was over. She knew it was over. We were having problems. Like, we just didn't want to – I didn't want to see her. Um, And I didn't know how to, like, break up with someone at that point. Sure. You know, kind of like the other exes at that time, there was, like, significant, like, fucking things that happened. Yeah. The one faked the pregnancy. Fuck you. I ain't going to date you anymore. Uh, The other one – uh, cheated on me with her ex-boyfriend in Canada. Like, fuck you. And that was an easy one. Like, you can do that. Yeah, I feel like breakups are definitely harder when there's no, like, definitive, like, no. moment. And especially when you're, like, I don't know. When did I break up with her? I was, like, 21, 22. Like, becoming an adult. And it was yeah. hard. It was difficult. It's and a I weird didn't time. know when to end it. Yeah. So I let it go on for a lot longer than I should have. Um, so uh, she knew. She knew. I, like, called the meeting because, like, I, t- I knew myself, too. Like, I was mentally out of the relationship. I could feel myself, like, becoming susceptible to to flirting with other people. And I was like, mm, this isn't smart. I yeah. still have a girlfriend. Like, I need to, like, break this off. Yeah. Because we're going to an event um, out in, like, Southern Tier. It was, like, a Grateful Dead tribute band. And Love they played, it. And they played for hours. And it was sponsored by band. Southern Tier. And we were going to meet some people up there, and I was I was with my friends, and I was like, dudes, I got to do this before we go, because I'm going to feel like an asshole if I don't. Yeah. And so we called for a meeting in the Blockbuster parking lot on Elmwood. Yikes. Now Panera, I think. Right next to Spot Coffee? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now Panera. Yeah. It was Blockbuster back then. I caught a texter earlier that day, and I like knew. I was like antsy. I was like yeah. palm sweating. I felt like Eminem and 8 Mile. Knees weak. 
Arms were heavy. Mom's spaghetti. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I texted her and I was like, hey, we got to meet up at this time. (laughs) Like, because I got to go. Yeah. And she was like, you're breaking up with me. I was like, well, let's talk first. I'd rather see you in person. She's like, just do it over the phone. Just do it over the phone. And I'm like, listen, I'd rather do it in person. Like, please meet me in this parking lot. Like, I'm going to head up to my buddies after like i need to do this yeah so i park i get in her honda accord i sit in the front seat and she just looks at me she's like you're breaking up with me aren't you i go listen i wanted to do this in person it's the right thing to do like i wouldn't have done this over text like uh you know i've done it over text before because i was angry at people i'm not really angry at you like i just don't see a future like i don't see us like growing old together not that you're a bad person just not the person for me sure and you know that's looking back and i was like wow that was really introspective back then (laughs) i I mean for a 21 year old guy like yeah yeah i was like wow like way to be an adult carly that attaboy (laughs) give yourself (laughs) give yourself a pat on the back um (laughs) so and she got so mad like just mad like you know when you get mad and you're just fucking saying things because you're pissed off you just like black out like you just like say things and you're just like why the fuck did i say that yeah it's like june 7th of 1980 i remember when you did that one fucking thing and i'm gonna remember that for the rest of my life and you just bring it up for no reason yeah you go back in in the files you revert back to just saying dumb shit yeah like i don't like the way you take out the trash okay that's fine um so i told her i'm breaking up with you and then she goes on this rant and i tuned half of it out but a lot of it stuck and it stuck for you know just just something like so stupid like so stupid that like i just got hooked on it and i was like fuck you um because here you are trying to be like the mature adult and like yeah and she was a year older than me you know cougar hunter i get it you know it says what it is <laughs> anyways um so uh, i said i'm bringing up with you and she got mad and she starts saying you and that fucking mustache <laughs> it's so unprofessional it's so ugly you're never gonna get a job you're never gonna get another girlfriend with that mustache and i i was like that was a woke moment like i like stuck back and i was like whoa okay like whatever and after that i told myself you know i'm not a, a big communicator on like what i have you know what i work on by myself um you know lee and i have talked about that a lot actually you know when i go to therapy like i don't really like to relay what i talk about in therapy it's something like i really like to work on for myself sure Whenever I find something and, you know, I'm introspective, um, you know, every month and and I really look back, I don't really communicate that. So when she said that, I was like, in my brain, I was like, all right, it's fucking on. It's fucking (laughs) on right now. Fuck you. That that hurt. Like, that hurt. I mean, that's a low low blow. It's a fucking mustache. Like, it's not like I'm a serial killer. Like, (laughs) I mean, I killed cereal, but I'm not a serial killer. Right. So I did exactly what she told me I wasn't going to do. I told myself, I'm going to brand the name Mustache Fitness. And I'm going to try to sleep with every fucking girl I can with a mustache. You looked specifically for girls with mustaches? No, I... I know. I'm just kidding. Thanks, Marge. (laughs) Every girl has a mustache. They just shave it off. I don't have a mustache. They all wax it. I do not. You've never waxed once? No. Once? No. Irish. Blonde hair. You can ask Jordan. He's sitting right here. He's never seen me do it. The verdict's still out on that one. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways. So you were on this spite journey. I, I literally was the most spiteful person I could be to myself because I felt like I owed it to myself. Yeah. I'm like, I needed to prove her wrong. And I wanted to prove her wrong in the most spiteful way possible. And not like hurtful. Just like. Like, I got her. Like, tiger fist pump at the masters type shit. (laughs) So I did. I literally accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. Changed my Instagram name the moment I got in my car. 
to Mustache Fitness in 2013. And I've been branding that name ever since. And now look at it. Now look at it. And it's funny to look at it now because it was kind of built on spite. But now, like, the whole, like, brand has been elevated because of, like, the people involved in it. And this, like, sense of, like, community and everything. So it's, like, a total 180 from... Oh, yeah. And it gets better. Oh, yes. I forgot about this part. So I branded his name while I was still, like, a personal trainer, director, regional guy for best Assistant to the regional manager. I was not a Dwight Schrute. I was was the Michael Scott. I'm the captain now. (laughs) Um, So anyways, I, I branded that name. Um, and I was just building my clientele and, and then I told myself I wanted to do it for a year. I was like, just do this for a year. And then I started going to competitions and people started knowing me as like the mustache guy. And I was like, all right, well, I mean, I can't, I, I got to lose the mustache eventually. I fucking grew that thing out. Like it was like long out. Yeah. Like I'm talking like, like curled two times kind of out. Um, but the like the branding on the Instagram name just stuck. It was like my company, I guess, for working for another um, you know company. But that was like my own individual like brand, I guess you would say. Sure. Um. So I didn't want to change the identity of that. I was like, oh, people know me as this. Like, no need in changing it now. Um. So uh, that was 2013, and flash forward two years, I start my own gym, and I was like talking at best and, um you know, what am I going to name the gym? And everyone's like, Mustache Fitness. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's and your I'm rank. like, really? Mustache Fitness? Like, can't think of any other name, like Total Fitness or like, like. Something bro peak, peak strength, something, like whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, something, something like that. And I was something like. Something All-American. Yeah. All-American. <laughs> All-American Fitness. <laughs> respect um so i i chose the name mustache fitness and then i started looking for buildings i was like all right so let's go get all the legal paperwork down put that on the books and i started looking for buildings i looked around a little bit i was looking with my then girlfriend but now current ex the most recent ex yes um and we found this building on Craigslist. I was like, fucking Craigslist, really? Like, for rent? For a building? Whatever. I looked at the address. <laughs> and her and her mom run a dance studio in the same plaza. The Mustache X. The Mustache X, yes. The Mustache X, which will not be named names. Yeah. Um, because we're adults. <laughs> true. Sort of. Sort of adults. <laughs> Um, so anyways, I, I looked at the building and I was like, well, I mean, this is the best one I saw. The rent was good. Everything like seemed like a good go. And, uh, yeah, I ended up booking the building and in the same exact plaza. Now, for those of you who have been there, it's, it's not a really big plaza. No, it's it's a typical strip mall plaza, but it's in the middle of like, residential area like it's a weird it's a weird location a good enough size plaza but a very weird location and it was literally a can place a church at the time driving school a rub and tug and a mustache fitness and a da- and her dance studio if i didn't say that so i like text her dad because it was like hey can you tell me a little about because i think he handled a lot of like the negotiations sure. and things and i've heard from um, her mom uh, and him and, and her dad that uh, he was just one of those guys that like didn't really respect women. So like I wanted to get his perspective, like just uh, cultural, like didn't respect all oh, the landlord. Like, you're yeah, saying the yeah. landlord didn't uh, do that. So I like, called him and uh, he like told me like, you know, uh, nego- how to negotiate with him and everything like that. I was like, thanks. I really appreciate that. He's like, no problem. If you have any questions, you know, we'll see you around. Blah, 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 blah. Sure. So apparently she he probably told her dad. Yeah. Uh, or he, he told, told her. Yeah. And um, <laughs> he texted me. 
or she texts me and she's like, Hey, heard you're opening up your own gym. That's so great. You know, it will be neighbors. And then she asked me what the name was. <laughs> and I said, Hey, thanks. You know, appreciate it. Yeah. Maybe neighbor besties. And, uh, I was like, the name's mustache fitness and barbell. And I never received a text back. Hysterical. I never received a text back ever. Like, and then I got one random text, like the first month I was open, she asked for like creamer for her coffee because apparently Starbucks of all places didn't receive creamer. Probably because she just wanted to see. She wanted to come see. Oh, she 1000% wanted to see if I was doing We all know that trick. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, I got creamer back here. And I gave her the creamer. Never heard from her again. Yeah. She just wanted to be a look-see. Oh, yeah. Yep. So that's the name of Mustache Fitness and Barbell. Love it. It started out of spite and uh has become a booming has brand. still has still become is still spiteful yeah it's still spiteful i'm still salty about everything yeah, like, well. no, i'm just kidding i'm not salty about that but i'm a salty person in general you are yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's that's the name of mustache fitness it, it's gone a full 360 and uh, maggie's full probably one of the very few yeah that too um Maggie's probably one of the very few people that has known me throughout all of those years. Yep. And the transition from 2013 to 2020 is completely different. You've so. gone from extra salty to just lightly salted. Yeah. 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 So. I've refined my salt. <laughs> You've decreased your salt intake. Like, yeah, if this was a mine, I'd be like one of the top miners in the salt industry. All right, I'm looking at, I've got a bit of a longer awkward story that I'll read from one of our listeners. and It's funny, so I'll definitely do that. And then I'll let you read yours, the one that I sent you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll end on a, another short one. All right. Sound good? Okay. Sounds good. This I love this. I don't think you, you haven't even read this, so this Probably. is going to be all first first time listening. Hi, Carol. Hi, Marge. Okay, so here's the story. I had been living in the UK for a number of years, and my mother and father had been visiting me each year. Their visit was going to this visit was going to be different, though. They were going to meet for the first time my serious boyfriend. Please note that this boyfriend did go on to become my husband. <laughs> my boyfriend and I planned a great visit for my parents. We planned to show them around Liverpool, the city we lived and then to take them on a trip over to visit the Lake District, and then on to York. We plan on a variety of activities, including some time exploring nature, time exploring cities, low-key pub meals, and some fancier meals as well. As we were going to have a few fancy meals out, I packed a garment bag with a few dresses, because you know you need options, to bring on our (laughs) trip. This particular garment bag was actually my boyfriend's. I liked it because it was structured and had some nice pockets and stuff. One of the nights while on our trip, my mom and I decided to get ready for dinner in my room and we sent the men down to the bar for pre-dinner, pre-dinner drinks. At one point, I asked my mom to grab my garment bag and to look at the dress options. <laughs> she was digging through the bag and realized there was something at the bottom of the bag. So she reached down and pulled out a set of anal beads. ha <laughs> <laughs> We need to pause so Carly can be okay. <laughs> you know, I'm, as I'm listening to it, I'm thinking, like, all right, it's a dildo. It's a piece of lingerie. I did not expect anal beads. Just wait. They were packaged and unopened, but still. She was like, um, dot, dot, dot. And I had no words as they were not mine. Oh. No, nor were they something that I had any desire to use. Note, I did not want to have the conversation with my mom about my preferences in the bedroom. I quickly took them away and diverted the conversation to the restaurant we were going to that evening. <laughs> so not only was That's it awkward. super awkward for my mother, but then I had to have another awkward conversation with my boyfriend about where the anal beads came from. <laughs> Apparently, his ex he had before me was into anal beads, and he had purchased them for her, but she broke up with him just after the purchase, so they were never used. So my mother was... and I never spoke again of the anal beads. <laughs> And my boyfriend, now husband, has never brought up the idea for our use. <laughs> so it just like went away. Yeah. Like it, it's like 
that blip in history where it just like happened <laughs> and no one ever brings they it up. They just never again. spoke of it again until now where it's all over the internet. But that's why we're keeping these anonymous. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that hysterical? I mean, I've had my mom walk in on me and some like weird stuff, you know, between. <laughs> sure. You're, yep. You don't have to explain. Doing. Yep stuff by yourself or doing stuff with other people yep got it or multiple people got I mean, it but <laughs> that's an awkward one that's very awkward imagine imagine your mother just like taking the package out of there and being like um and then not knowing where they came from because then as that person telling the story i would be like where the hell are these coming from like because you know they're not There's yours a lot of large questions lots of questions but like the fact that there was no other like conversation about it is also like to me slightly awkward because it's like a very big elephant in the room. Yes. Especially for like the next week. Yep. Like it's different if like you go through someone's phone, you find that they're looking at porn, whatever. <laughs> but like the fact that you find like an article like like an actual uh, like a, adult a, toy a, a piece to use <laughs> that that I feel like strikes a larger car like you can brush porn like all right F- eat shit it's a podcast everyone fucking looks at porn I'm sorry <laughs> everyone fucking looks at porn for different reasons everyone looks at porn but they look at porn you can swipe that one by. Actual toys, I feel like, is a conversation that needs to be had, especially if it wasn't talked about previously. Yeah, it's, you're talking about like between back, the partners, right? If I'm if I'm doing a timeline in my head correctly, that was probably before these like, uh, you know, what do, they, what do they call them? The sensual like oh, like pure romance. And, yeah, pure yeah, romance yeah. parties. Yeah, that's what they're called. Pure yep. romance part. I mean, obviously with COVID, that's not a thing anymore. Like, whatever. But that that didn't happen back then. You like you have to go to like the store or the interweb to buy that. Yep. And girls don't get together and drink wine and purchase these things. Now they do. They I was gonna before. say now they do. It's Crazy. become less taboo now. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Like I walked in, uh, not walked in, but like something similar. Like I found parents stash oh my oh my god that is such an awkward story i found my parents stash. i'm not gonna name what was in it i don't want to know but i found it once oh god oh my god and i knew where it was so i knew if it moved if it had been used it was scarring that is scarring. scarring i was like okay my parents are into some stuff well I'm not gonna raise any questions. Not gonna yuck someone's young. I don't. I don't want to <laughs> know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know how and what and what's going on. Yep. But back then, I mean, that was like how old was I? I don't know. Young, young when I found that. Like eight, oh, nine, ten. Oh my god. And uh, maybe a little. Somewhere like in that old time enough frame. to kind of understand. Old enough to know the, what that thing looks like. <laughs> <laughs> old enough to know that that thing looks like something I've seen before, um, but unfamiliar of how it worked. Um, so yeah, I mean, but like, especially in like, I mean, I don't know how long they were together at that point, but like, if the parents are coming to visit and they're not like engaged at that point, like that's still like yes. You're still like, and they're meeting the boyfriend for the first time. Yeah, that's that's bless bless your guys's heart. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. (laughs) The fact that it still hasn't been brought up to this day, hysterical. I hope this sparks a conversation. I hope it does too. I hope. I hope this sparks the reason why. We know that you both listen. Yes. So I hope that you guys talk about. I really hope you guys talk about it now, and I, I hope we get a submission of where the conversation yeah right but why it was brought or why Why it was was in in the bag bag. it was in the bag with the guy in the city (laughs) i want this to be like a clue episode (laughs) like a a cold case clue (laughs) 
I feel like that can be the mystery of the anal beads. Yes. The mystery of the (laughs) anal beads. I can see it now on the TV. You turn it on on like 11 p.m. because or no. 1 a.m. because yeah, like, would that's have to when be all the old yep. reruns end and like Colbert's done, whatever. Yeah, I I, I could see that being a thing. <laughs> I didn't want you to know that one because I wanted to see your genuine reaction it, and it was worth international it. International scheme with <laughs> two different countries and parents. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Carly, what's your awkward submission? I know yours is a little bit shorter. Mine and there's no anal beads involved. We can add them in if we want. <laughs> the first time I talked to Carly, I was looking for a gym to have a deadlift party on the weekend of the Every Time I Die's Tid the Season last year, which was 2019. Unfortunately, they probably won't do a 2020, so sorry about that. So for those who don't know what Tid the Season um, is. I'll explain. Um, probably get, I'll cut it here. So Tid the Season is like a, a new thing. So every year... Um, every time I die, which is like, also known as Eated, Eated, um, did a Christmas show as of 2018, I believe they started doing a, uh, holiday festival show. So it was like a two day thing where you could buy tickets, either one or both of the nights they would have wrestling and like games during the day. And then I think around like four or 5 PM, they started playing music with a bunch of bands. Um, usually started off with a local band and then got up. And every time I die, usually close around like 11 p.m. So it was a big old festival that they ran two years in a row. 2020 was going to probably be fucking awesome, but unfortunately they're not doing it this year. So anyways, continuing. So as of last year, 2019, um, they were looking for a gym. Uh, not being from Buffalo, I, uh, I did a Google search. Saw the pics and reviews of Mustache and called. He answered. I asked if I could talk to the owner and manager, and I said, uh, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) Then I awkwardly explained that me and some internet friends from a workout subgroup to a band's fan group from from Facebook wanted to have a deadlift party at your gym. So a workout subgroup from the band's fan group on Facebook. We'll talk about the entire entire thing. And then he went on to ask, do you know Eaton? Uh, Which, if anyone has been in Mustache. Uh, yeah. 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 And I literally, I said. Andy lifts there sometimes. Yeah, I know them. <laughs> and uh, then continuing on to the submission, I'm glad I made that call because he's super cool uh, with the 20 of us or so that came in. And now I actually coach him. So that was. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So. From my perspective, <laughs> I it was fucking weird. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm not gonna name names, but yeah, it was weird. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie. Like <laughs> it was I, normally you don't have that. Like you don't have that sort of call or email at all. Right. Like normally someone doesn't just email you and be like, oh yeah, like. We just want to have a fucking deadlift party because we're a bunch of internet dudes Who that talk over Facebook, like to lift, and we have this band in common. But then, like, I referred back to Eric Benfi. Like, Eric had you told me he went on this, like, huge, long week trip. This was, like, way back in 2017 with some guys he met on a chat room playing, like, internet games. Yeah. Like... And, and I guess I didn't find it as weird when, when they called me about it because of Eric. Yeah. Um, so uh, with that being said, like, but anyways, it was weird. Like when they said they had a Facebook group and I was like, okay, like, whatever. <laughs> um, and then they all came in. They were all super cool. Like they were well, all like, just chill. And they all came in at like 12 to like two. And it I was think, like, it's a dead ass yeah, time no at Mustache there. on a Friday. Um, nowadays it's not, but like back then it was. Um, and, uh, so yeah, it, it was awkward as fuck because like, you know, if you hear the backstory on it, a bunch of dudes who rarely talk, get together once a year for a concert festival and just communicate via internet. But I guess that's the most like 2018, 2019, 2020 thing. Like a bunch of dudes, a bunch of people, I guess, not just dudes. Um, I talk over the internet and like our friends, like. It's it's a common thing now. Think about powerlifting. 
Yeah. People who see each other just at nationals or just at the Arnold. You go, girl. You're doing great. Yeah. You like only network on Instagram. Yeah. And then a couple times a year. But also, I think it's funny that like that it's such a specific group. Yes. But because um, the only thing they ever had in common, at least from the, the submission, is every time I die and lifting. So for them to find the gym that literally matches that perfectly. Yeah. Well, apparently from what I was talking to. So there was two guys that got a hold of me. One that was like, I guess, the like local officer for the gym, who's actually a member now. Um, and then I actually coached the other guy. So it <laughs> comes full circle, I yeah. guess. Um, he like asked me like, hey, like last year we did this like boot camp thing and we don't want to do like a fitness class we want to just have a deadlift party yeah and i was like yeah, way cooler dude, like like here's what it is like pay me a bunch of day passes you guys yeah. are more than welcome to do your thing like i don't care um so yeah it was it was very awkward because of like i didn't even know if they were gonna really come in i was like whatever like a bunch of guys just want to get together and deadlift at the gym go right ahead go for it <laughs> it's fun um but yeah no they ended up being super awesome people um and uh yeah and, and now full circle come a year later literally almost a year later um i coach uh him and uh the other guy who was in charge of setting up the the uh group to come deadlift uh, he's actually a member sweet see it all worked out yeah it yeah, went yeah. from awkward to successful yeah all right one more and then we'll save some for our next episode and you guys can keep sending them because these when I get these emails, it makes my day. So please keep sending them. Um, so here, here's it's titled My Awkward Story. <laughs> okay. Maggie knows about this one. <laughs> I do know about this one. One time, I thought I sent a text to my sister while at work complaining about a colleague. The colleague had been a real bitch to me, and I mentioned that in said text. <laughs> we all know where this is going. Turns out, I sent the text to the colleague. Whoops. <laughs> that colleague did get fired later in the year for multiple reasons, thankfully, but it was definitely awkward up until then. And I can attest to this story because that colleague was a bitch to her. Like she was, this is one of my close friends that sent this and she would almost like it got to the point where it was almost daily where she would text us. And this colleague of hers was in the same, in her profession, there were two of them in the office it was her and this other person oh, that's in their like department. So like she was stuck with this woman and this woman was from what I understand, a total nightmare. And finally, like she had had enough and she was venting to her what she thought was her sister about it. And it turns out it was not, but I think that lady needed to hear it because yeah, you know what? Like if you're, if you're a fucking see you next Tuesday or a bitch, like stop, you need, you just need to be told sometimes that you're, a see you next Tuesday or a bitch. Yeah. Like, like each shit. It's a podcast. Like <laughs> I, I, I don't care. Like, I mean, like if you're just being an asshole, like, and no one calls you on to being an asshole, you're going to continue to be an asshole. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sometimes people just need to hear it. So, and she did end up getting fired. So good for that bitch. So it worked out. Karma got her in the end, but I remember, yeah, I, mean, I remember getting that text that she accidentally sent it to her. And being mortified because we've all done that at some point. Oh, I mean, we've all sent either like, <laughs> like it's happened to me multiple times. I meant to text the girlfriend at the time. Oh God. Ended up texting my mother. Well, now that I know what your parents were up to, probably. Yeah. My mom it. was like, Ooh, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. Your mom's like, don't forget to pack the anal beads. <laughs> oh, I mean, like I could go. My mom used to buy me so many condoms. Like, I mean, that's a responsible mom. She didn't want grandkids yet. My mom specifically yet. would go grocery shopping with me, and she'd be like, did you forget the condoms? Hey. And I was like, thanks, mom. Appreciate it. Like, I'm talking, like, not not the, like, small, like, you know, three-pack. She would buy me the BJ, like, okay, no pun intended. To... She would buy me the BJ's, like, <laughs> family value pack time to stock up <laughs> all different flavors all different kinds like, but that's honestly that's i don't feel like that's as much awkward but like, at the time it is awkward i've but. never i've never talked to my dad about it 
And now I can't clearly. Yeah. R.I.P. Dad. Um, yeah. I, my dad and I never. Carm was just woke. My dad and I never talked about anything sexuality, sexual, anything. My dad was like, you being smart? <laughs> and I was like, uh, smart? Quote, question mark? He's like, you know, with, you know, the girls. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I feel like that's more awkward. Yeah. I, I was like, yeah, dad. And then, and then my sister can attest to this. If my sister ever listens to this, and my mom listens to this, she will like. They, they my mom actually listens to the podcast. I know that's oh, yeah, why yeah. I, I can't wait for her to hear this. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, my mom would like legitimately, like even when I would fuck up the those texts that we're referring to. Uh huh. My mom would still like. My mom brings up my sex life, at the dinner table, constantly hysterical. Like. It's a running joke in my family. Like this, just no fucking joke. Ask any, ask anyone that was at the dinner. We just all went to dinner at Santora's on Transit after we went to go see my uh, sister's wedding venue, uh, which, by the way, is fucking beautiful. By the way, where's their venue? They're going to Akron Acres. We were just there. We were just there for um, a really small, beautiful. socially distant event. Fucking beautiful. Loved it. It's pretty there. Yeah, she's there. It's very my sister. They're gonna love it. Um, but. We went out to dinner after, and we're like with my Ryan's family, my family, and Leah. Uh-huh. Oh, and my God. Sex life, my previous sex life got brought up. So now it's in front of your sister's in-laws. Yeah. Well, and like I graduated with, with Ryan's brother. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So like <laughs> my mom, I'm like, Mom, I'm fucking 30. You're bringing up stories from like high school and college. Mom, stop. You're embarrassing me. It's, I mean, I was I wouldn't say embarrassing. But I'm like and she's like, Well, he was she would go to like Ryan's mom be like Carly and the girls back then. <laughs> and I was and like poor Leah's probably sitting there like rolling her eyes, and, like, here we and go. Le- and all Leah goes to me is like, Well, you're washed up now. <laughs> and, and I'm like, Yeah, you're right. I am fucking washed up. I don't know what to tell you. Like, no, I'm old you, news. You have just found the right person, and you know that you're never going to get anything better. Like, Leah's, like, mission for me is to, like, get drunk and just let loose one day. And, like, I just don't have any desire to yeah, ever get drunk Yeah, you don't again. do that. I don't know. I don't have – and it's not even, like, the letting loose part because I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be fine without drinking to let loose. But, like, I don't know. I have no desire to be drunk to, like, do any of the stuff that Which I used fine. to do. Um, so yeah, that literally just got brought up at a dinner table in my thirties. Hysterical. But like, we're talking like, my sister would like hate it. No, my sister would hate every time we would all sit down for dinner because she would always bring up, well, what girls are you sleeping with now? Oh my God. Like legitimately, like that's how it would be asked. And and then my mom made a comment like at dinner uh, on Friday and she goes, (laughs) She goes, Carly used to have a lot of friends. <laughs> and she, and you know, then she would go, she would go, I only got to meet the real friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know what um my my grandma used to say? She used to say, shake a lot of hands. Oh. <laughs> so that was always our That's a good one. She'd be like, We shook a lot of hands in our family. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah. Shaking hands. She had a, a nice way of bringing up yeah. things subtly. Yeah, I don't think my mom ever had a subtle bone in her body to bring <laughs> stuff up at all. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Well, that was awkward. That was. I'm that glad. Was. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I need a shower. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. Not all of them are. That's okay. Crazy. I've lived a very awkward life my entire yeah. life, and to be honest, I probably would never change a thing. Hey fine that's what you gotta look back on eat shit it's a podcast i mean i probably wouldn't have eaten that orange in front of that kid but <laughs> now you're do you know what that guy's doing with his life now? i don't even remember his name so i don't know we brought it up i was with jess and mike and it came up again and i think i said like what's he doing now and mike was like i don't know so he's maybe he's listening who knows he could be listening i was the orange girl you were the orange girl yep 
but sorry, I'm taken now. You lost your chance. You lost your chance. <laughs> you lost your chance 12 years and ago. And I do probably 80 awkward things a day in front of Jordan, so... Yeah. And he's stuck around. <laughs> so here we are. Leah has a weird habit of falling on me. Like, we're. I have noticed that. Like, she had. And it's not on purpose fault. Like, it's like clumsy. But then, like, she acts like I don't realize like, <laughs> what she's doing. And she'll, like, look at me. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck was that? And she's just, like, burst out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, were you not going to say anything? Like, you just fell over and then on me without any reason. Like, you just lost your balance. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It's but, funny. Well, thank you guys for submitting your stories. Um, we'll bring a couple of our own again next week. And we have plenty more to share with you. So stay tuned for part two. Um, part duh. Part duh. By the time you're listening to this, you'll already know that the Bills won today. So Bills won. So that it's going to be a good week for many reasons. Um, a lot of good reasons. The sun came out today. It was warm. There's a female vice president. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of good things that have come out of today. Yes. The one sad thing is Alex Trebek passed away. So I oh, will shit. say, yeah, I forgot about that. R.I.P. to Alex Trebek because. Uh, that was very, very sad news. What's that guy's name that was the best? Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings. Yeah, he posted. Probably, Ken Jennings is probably having himself a day today. They had a bunch of former contestants. Um, BuzzFeed shared an article about like their responses, and it was, it was sweet. I don't know. Besides Mr. Rogers, I don't know if I can pick a more wholesome person. Yeah. Yeah. It like goes, Mr. Rogers. Alex Trebek, and then probably Ken Jennings, honestly. Ken Jennings was amazing. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, my guess, they, there's been rumors about him potentially taking over. Wait, what? Um, Jeopardy as, like, the host. That would make me watch Jeopardy again. Which, I'm, again, it's just rumors, so I don't know the, the truth behind it, but I have heard, there had been speculation be about that when Alex first announced that he was ill. That would be so, great. I hope he does, because I feel like, Ken Jennings would do it such a good justice. I, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I think he would, there's... Ne- he would never be Alex Trebek, but I don't think they no need one will. anyone to be yeah. Alex Trebek. No one will. But was I there think... anyone that before Alex? I don't believe so. Like, was Alex Jeopardy? I think, yeah. Wow. So, we'll a see. A show that's been on that long has only had one person. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Did you see the story... Um... Well, I watched the episode on Friday because I sat there and cried, but I cried everything now, so that's not really helpful. But um, pregnancy hormones. But um, this was actually really heartwarming, and they it's been going around the internet now. There was a contestant. This was his second day on the show. Oh, did he like say? Is that the one a barstool posted like, uh, "We love you, Alex"? No, that was that's an old episode. That's no, why Alex first announced that, he was sick. Apparently, that just happened. Like, Barstool posted a video of some, um, uh, he looked uh, Middle Eastern No, or yeah, you're getting... No, they said that just happened. Yes, that one just happened. That's what I'm trying to tell oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Shush. <laughs> so, his name was Bert, and he was Indian. Yeah. And he talked about, he's an immigrant, and he was raised by his grandparents, and he credited Alex for helping him learn English, and also helping him to, like enunciate and 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 when he told alex that on air like he got kind of like emotional and then alex like thanked him and got kind of emotional but there is i know which clip you're talking about there's another one when alex announced that he became sick and And one of the guys put yeah we love you alex yeah but i did see that other video i got both of them mixed up yeah um but like the other video uh, yeah, that was. I saw the whole thing, like how he was telling him, like this is how I pretty much learned to have English. Yeah. And I, I can't thank you enough for everything. It was, it's crazy. And he's that had, just happened. Yeah, he had a big impact on a lot of people. Yeah. So he I will, mean, he changed the lives of those three guys that were on the Champions of Champions. Yeah. Like, I, I think Ken's Jennings, Ken Jennings' life as will forever never be the same. A lot of people won't. I mean, you think about how many people have gone through and made money off of yeah, true being on that show. Yeah, I mean, if you're on there for ten plus days, you make a hefty chunk of change. Depending how you bet, you can make it in a couple days. Yeah, 
So, so yeah, he will be, he will be missed. Um, but why don't we leave off with our advice of the week? What do you have? <laughs> I'm nervous. Believe in change. Ooh, I love that. Believe in change because I think, and, and believe in also that you can make a difference even though you might not think that you can. Love it. Um, I think 2020 has shown us a lot that you can, you need to be a good person to be, to do well in this country and, and just your own self. Yeah. If you are not a good person, you're not going to live a very thriving life. Yeah. And I think that this past week has really shown us that that can be extremely impactful, that if you are not a good person, that your time will come eventually. Yep. That kind of goes along with mine because mine's a quote from Bill and Ted, but be excellent to one another. What's that? What's Bill and Ted? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. You've never seen that movie. Swerve me. Carly, you would actually like this one because these guys are kind of like you. Are they like... They They read books. Stoner stoner humor? (laughs) Because all I like are dick jokes and stoner humor. (laughs) But it's like... It's it's a good movie. But one of the things they say is be excellent to one another. Be excellent. Actually, Abraham Lincoln says it in the movie, but... You gotta you gave watch the it. whole movie away. No, I didn't. You gave the no, entire no, movie away, Trust me, Marge. No, I didn't. But be excellent to one another, and it kind of goes along the same lines. Like, don't be, don't be a jerk, and don't be a dick. Yeah, treat everyone as a human. Yeah. So, thank you for listening, and we will see you guys in the next one. Bye. See ya. <laughs>